Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Hypersoft Happy Half Hour with your quarantine dream team, Zigzag and Rufus. Put on your captain's hat because we're going to help you navigate these uncharted territories that are the quarantine. We're going to catch you up on the day's events. We're going to talk politics. We're going to talk whatever comes to mind. So grab a beer, put your feet up, and get ready for the Hypersloth Happy Half Hour. Ow, ow, ow! It's awful as that is. It's fucking grown on me. It's fucking great. What are you talking about? Just call me the one-hit wonder. That's all I want to say. One-take wonder. The one-take wonder. Off the cuff of my pants, thinking, what would Rufus say? What would Rufus want me to say? You were coaching me in my mind, dude. You were like, you were there. I'm always in your mind. That's why I brought energy. I brought the Rufus energy to that. But, uh, I mean, you did the the Saturday intro, too, and it's fucking brilliant. I mean, it's mostly music. But you Your edited it. One was way better, honestly. Mine is mine is more like an anthem start. Anthem. There's a one or two clever fucking edits in that song. I will give you that. Every edit is fucking gold. I thought for sure you paid somebody to do it because I did no. not expect you to have the wherewithal. <laughs> I would. I believe that, and I I I would like to say thank you for the compliment. <laughs> okay, great. Because. In the end, I showed you that I had the wherewithal, and you admitted it. So that's good enough for me. Yes, yes. As long as you think it was your idea, probably. I love when you prove me wrong with actually being good at something. It's, you know what? It's not easy to do. Let me tell you that. There's very few things I'm good at. Unfortunately, all of them, all of them are things that prove you wrong. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's true. Right. So it's a wash. So what's new, Rufus? What's that? Oh, What'd nothing. What was that that you were smelling on? This is uh, I got this for Christmas called it's called a uh, Duke Cannon's Bloody Knuckles. Okay. And it's uh, it's a Asian it's reference? a lotion. It's a hand lotion for men. It's you know, a bloody lotion is what it sounds like to me. That it's for the knuckles, bloody knuckles, because that's yeah. what dries out and cracks. Of course they do when you're you've wrapped your fucking hand around your cock so many times it's a leather strap. You can use it on the old crotch knuckle, too. <laughs> the crotch, if it's long enough. If it's over eight inches, you have a crotch knuckle. <laughs> yeah. Some people are born with an extra bone. Actually, it's probably just marrow. Right? Or not marrow, cartilage. That's yeah, cartilage or a your whole damaged cock- tendon. Right? Is it cartilage? It's uh, what they call spongy tissue. Really? Yeah. See, you know, it's so weird. It's like almost like fish-like, you know what I mean? If it didn't have skin on it. So basically, we're fish in very thick skin. Yes. Well, I mean, think about it. All the things that your skin is covering. Everything. Your skin is an astronaut suit for what's really important. I mean, it just your skin keeps you alive. It does. It's an organ, right? The skin is actually an organ. It's the largest organ, yes. Ever The average... Skin weighing, if I believe I'm correct, 47 to 48 pounds, Rufus. Of skin? Really? Wow. Yeah. Please look that up. I like to think that I read that somewhere. Maybe it was 45 pounds, but I feel like it was 47. How do you Google that? How much does skin weigh? How heavy is an adult skin? Because I imagine that baby's skin would weigh a little less than a full-grown adult. Just like anything, just like any organ... Your skin grows, Rufus. 
Most adult skin weighs in at 20 pounds or more. Well, yeah, but they're talking skinny people. I'm talking fucking fat people with fat skin, dude. If you're talking Americans, it's easily 60 pounds. <laughs> right, skin. yeah, actually. I mean, if that's an average, think about it, though. A global that's average, because they're factoring in countries full of starving people. That's what I mean. So that's like a that's where they get the term thin skin, probably. It's skewed low, <laughs> thanks to poor people. So, yeah, the average weight is, I'm going to go ahead and say 45 pounds. Do you mind if I make that assumption? No, I think it's it's probably more accurate than the science. And your point about skin was? Uh, I don't know. It was just showing you the bloody knuckles. Stuff. Oh, that's right. And then I, I the spongy organ is like a fish penis. Like your penis right, is like right. a fish penis wrapped in skin to protect it from the air. Do fish even have penises? I mean, that's all that your skin does. It protects you, yeah, from the outside world. It kind of holds you together. Yeah, the reason I said that is because I saw on uh, Reddit somebody posted this medical thing that some doctor made way back when, and it's basically – it's for real. It's a brain with – it's the entire nervous system just taken out of a body and laid on a table. Right. And the caption was, this is what you are. Everything else is your astronaut suit keeping you alive. It's true. Wow, dude, you got really deep now. It is deep. It is, though. I mean, really, we're just jellyfish in fucking astronaut suits. Right? A brain and a bunch of fucking uh, nerves coming off of it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We are extraterrestrial, dude. Tell me that's not extra fucking terrestrial. Well, I guess it is. Compared to what, though? Isn't that what those those things in Mars attack kind of look like? They were just brains, right? You know, I Evil never saw brains. that movie. Oh, my God, dude. You missed a really fucking awful movie. I mean, it's an awful movie, but you should see it. I mean, Jesus. What are you, some kind of fucking communist? I don't know. I, I avoided it because it looks awful. Like, it's trying too hard to be wacky and... It, and it is, yes. You know, if they would have made that movie in the spirit of, like, a fucking... Uh, Airplane, or you know, like those movies. What all those? What were those movies that? God, who? You know, Leslie Nielsen was a cop with Naked that Gun. Movie, what is it? Naked, Naked Gun. Gun. Yeah, the Naked Gun. That's a fucking awesome way to make a movie. Why aren't people making <laughs> movies like that anymore? Those movies are fucking hilarious. Right. They really goddamn good. They. Why did they stop making movies like that? Uh, people got too serious. I know you're right. You're right. I can't. I didn't want to. We need to go back and look and see if Siskel and Ebert gave the Naked Gun a fucking up or a down. I bet they <laughs> argued. I bet one of them did. One of them didn't. <laughs> you I think guarantee so? It. I and guarantee it. I like Roger Ebert, right? And I like Gene Siskel too. But I would be interested to see if they could fucking get outside of themselves enough to say it's a good, solid, funny movie. If you're just looking for a laugh, it's a funny movie. My prediction is uh, Siskel. Wait, Siskel, Ebert, the the shorter, fatter guy, whichever guy that is. Roger Ebert. Okay, Ebert, I think Ebert probably liked it, because if I recall, he had more of a child uh, childlike sensibility. He was a pretty cool dude, really. I mean, they both were cool. Think about it. I mean, what's your job is watching movies. Oh, yeah. Fucking great. All right, are you going to look it up? You want me to look it up? 
Well, I'll look wow. it up. Oh, guess what? Yeah. I can see myself on the screen tonight, dude, so expect a fucking radical show. Wait, do what? I can see myself on my screen tonight. Remember how I you never could? Last show, I couldn't. Remember, I mentioned it during the show. I remember, yeah, in the beginning, I thought maybe it resolved itself. No, it never did. So somewhere out there, there's an awesome show without my face. But you can see my face, so. Yeah, yeah. But it's, like I said, I can see my face. Siskel and Ebert, the naked gun from the police, from the files of Police Squad. Police Squad. You know what I mean? Yeah, go for it. Police Squad was the TV show that came before the movie. (laughs) Yes, it was awesome. All right, how do I share my screen here? It's been a while. All right, here we go. Let me know if you can see it. Your screen. Then you got to pick what screen you want to share. Full screen, some window. All right, can you see you? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Let's fucking foin tonight. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Foin. All right, here we go. We'll turn that thing off. Oh, you're just going to make it small? They're really going to fucking review it? Shut up. We're going to get to see this. Oh, stop. Stop the horses. Stop, Rufus. What? What? I can't hear it. Oh, that's uh, right, because I use headphones. So you right. play it. I'll send you the link. All right. Oh, my God. I almost closed the show. Son of a bitch. Just almost. I can close it right now. I'll close your part of the show. All right, Rufus. Take care. See ya. Yeah. <laughs> Did you send the link? I can never see the fucking link come in. I'm retarded. Yeah, yeah. the Skype chat thing. Yeah, I hear you. Okay, Rufus, we get it. No need to get aggressive. You know how to use a computer, right? <laughs> not after a couple of one hits. I'm not supposed to be here. Can you help me get back? <laughs> All right, wait. How you're sharing your screen with me, but you need to oh, shit. Okay. I need to share my screen with you. All right, let me stop sharing screen. <laughs> something that was something. That's hilarious. All right, now I need to go. I was like, that was like one of those things where you're looking into a mirror, right? And then there's a mirror behind you, and you're like, right. woo, woo. All right, now I'll share with you. Vacation home, waiting for your family. Our first movie is named The Naked Gun, and quite frankly, Can you see it? I don't believe this film either requires yeah, yeah. or even makes possible a serious review. <laughs> oh! Dizzy, crazy, wacko, goofy, irreverent satire on police thrillers. And all I can tell you is I laughed a lot. <laughs> oh, awesome. Used for a series of one-liners, side gags, slapstick, and satire. And a lot of it goes exactly like this. Same old story. Boy finds girl, boy She's always girl, been fine. Boy finds boy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Forgets girl, boy remembers girl. Girl dies in a tragic blimp accident with the orange bull on New Year's Day. Good year. No, the worst day. Good year. Thank <laughs> you. 
Priscilla Presley <laughs> on sidekick. The movie stars Leslie Nielsen as a law officer who is investigating a bizarre criminal ring led by mastermind Ricardo Montalban, a man whose most prized possession in the whole world is his priceless fighting fish. I'm investigating the attempted murder of one of your dock workers. Well, this certainly comes as a shock to me, Lieutenant. But as you know, I am not the kind of man who takes this type of thing lightly. There is no room in my organization for any type of criminal activity. The climax of the movie is a baseball game being attended by the Queen of England. Nielsen's assignment? Go undercover and stop an assassination plot. First, he doubles as an opera singer. Then he switches costumes and poses as That wasn't that bad. bad. Remember this part? Jerry Zucker, Jim Abrahams, and David Zucker, the same team that made Airplane, Top Secret, and the TV series Police Squad. And as they explain in the press kit, for this movie, we ripped off Police Squad. <laughs> oh, my kids! Why are people not bankrolling us, dude? As many laughs as possible. I don't know. Think about it. How obvious or how exactly. And that's how in your face they were. <laughs> we're ripped off Police Squad. You have to have the mind of a sixth grader to make these movies. And you have to have the mind of a fifth grader to enjoy them. But I guess the day I saw this movie, that was just about the level that I was operating at. Well, fifth graders are pretty smart. And I think there is a lesson to be learned because the film is very funny. And you're right to just show the clips and say there's more of this. Uh, most comedies try too hard. Thank you. Wow. He, they both <laughs> like it. I'm shocked. Set up jokes. Here, they just come flying in. You have to you have to scramble around the frame of the film to catch it all. You can't catch it all. And they try the most outrageous thing. There's a scene where they come up to the hospital. There's a, a car with a whole luggage rack, but not one piece of luggage rack, uh, l- luggage. Not, not a whole bunch of luggage stuff on the car. I mean, a whole chain of, of uh, trucks carrying I mean, why not have that again? Why not have our listeners who only have radio? (laughs) (laughs) Why not? It's just funnier. And I think it is funny. I think what Gene is trying to say is that after they leave the airport, they back up their rental car and they hook onto the whole train of the little carts, you know, that carry the luggage into the terminal, and then they carry all the luggage to the hotel. Dude, you know what we need to do? We need to be fucking reviewing movies. For real. Think about it. They just look like they're having January, fun, too. Oh, yeah. They're reviewing movies yeah. for a living. And you can be funny about reviewing movies, and you can be serious. I mean, we don't ever have to be yeah. serious, do we? we if, if it calls for it, but people want opinions on fucking movies. They want to be like, I don't know, should I waste my time? I've only got so much time in the day. We should like, do it. stream this. Why don't we start reviewing movies that we could get on Netflix? We should we, we should pick a movie a week and we'll watch it that week and review it. We'll never do it, but folks, you heard us talk about it here on the Hypersloth Happy Half Hour number I don't know what. What number are we into in Happy Half Hours at this point, Rufus? Uh, this is eighty, I believe. 
You know what? I don't think I ever tuned in. Yes, I, I went. I turned into the show. Where is my fucking show? I think I closed my show window. Uh oh. Does that mean I have to call back into the show? Well, no, you're still on the show, I think. Yeah, Hang on, let me see. Yeah, you're yeah. there. All right, I just have to. I have to die, uh, get back in. Or do I even need to? I don't even need to. I'm not gonna do anything. I'll play the yeah, anything. Yeah. Well, find me in a couple minutes. You know what? I'll do it now, Rufus, because I'll just forget. <laughs> I left myself a voicemail last night to start checking my voicemail for clever ideas that I'm recording for Hypersloth. You left you yourself left? a voicemail to remind you to check your right. voicemail? And then I actually texted it to myself. So I would remember it. And then guess what? I never even read it today, if I recall correctly. I already forgot but, it. But nevertheless, you re- you just remembered it. So I it did. I'll probably see the email on Monday. No, it'll be so fucking covered with other bullshit by then. Did your own email go into your junk folder? <laughs> it should. No, that's the fucking brilliant shit, dude. That stuff should go right to the Smithsonian. It's because Google scans your emails and they'll like put it in junk and we'll steal it. Oh my God. You're probably right. I, you know what? I wonder if technically an email that you delete or that goes in your garbage is technically yours anymore or could the fucking government take it like they take like uh, DNA samples from people? Yes. Who, you know what I mean? It's on a server somewhere, yeah. And they can go through it and because it, you deemed it garbage? Apparently <laughs> Apple is good about that. Like if you delete something, Apple obliterates it from their servers. But I don't know. I'm not so sure about like Gmail and I don't know. Keeping it seems like just an unlimited amount of fucking bandwidth. Yeah, but if you're getting paid fat bucks from the FBI and CIA and advertisers mainly. Did you ever see that? There was that movie about Ed Snowden. Did you ever see that? Ed Snowden is a fucking hero, dude. I don't know why people, you know, Trump had turned people on fucking Edward Snowden like he's some kind of rat. You know what? He's telling people what the fucking government is doing. You know, he's actually talking about the real deep state. Not some made-up right, right. fucking bullshit deep state. Exactly. You're right. You're he's right. a national hero, but the problem is the nation is run by... <laughs> right. People are like, he's a traitor, Benedict Arnold, for telling us the truth about the government attacking its own people. Exactly. I have not seen the documentary, but I've heard him. He was on Joe Rogan twice, and I think he was on Sam Harris's podcast. And they had they both had the same fucking attitude. They're like, you should be... Given medals and shit. You, right. There's no way you should be in fucking prison. So, or, you know, on the hiding out or whatever he does. That's just insanity. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, when people are like, yeah, they're going to stuff a fucking... <laughs> Bill Gates wants to stuff a chip up your nose so he knows when you're using the urinal. All you need is your phone and your email. I mean, that guy proved oh, yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, all he did was fucking cyber shit, right? And didn't he do it before smartphones? I mean, they've been... No, they actually did it ever. phones and computers. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think a lot of it was turning on laptop cameras and shit like that, but that's... Oh, shit. yeah, yeah. All to a monitor for terrorism. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. 
I mean, but they do thwart some. I mean, you think those are staged? They're like, we thwarted one by invading your privacy. Well, that's well, the that's... conundrum, I guess. I'm sure that they've really caught some fucking serious people. If they didn't get into looking at, like, your fucking buds, right, like pictures of weed and stupid pictures and stupid emails about nothing, they can go through my shit because I'm not plotting any fucking terrorist attack, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> The problem is you got, like, Proud Boys, people who are, like, fighting fucking basically for big government now who are fucking plotting to overthrow the government at the same fucking time. Yep. Yep. Insanity, Rufus. Well, at least it's dying down. Dude, I wish I've been I... on Twitter recently, and it is interesting to not see... Uh, it seems like Twitter has calmed down a yeah. lot. I'm about to get rid of Twitter, I think. Now I don't even have – Twitter's no fun. Actually, I like something that you had said on Twitter today about the Tesla truck needing a, a truck to pull around because it didn't have a truck bed. Yeah, well, does the Tesla truck do anything other than just Dude, look weird? Me, the Tesla truck is the Hummer of fucking electric vehicles, right? Every fucking – Amen. Day, between here and Timbuktu, we'll see that fucking stupid ass. He's a marketing fucking genius. Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, okay, the Hummer truck probably weighs 5,000 pounds more than that truck because it has some huge fucking battery in it. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's true. I'm parking the Hummer truck, but I'm saying that, I mean, of course it's going to pull that little truck around. But did you see, it was just a few months ago, maybe the last year at some time, whatever they were, like, unveiling that Tesla truck. And they were showing how tough the glass is, and they hit it with a, a fucking crowbar, and it shattered. And they were like, right. "Oh, gosh. yeah, I did. I saw some about that." Of course, they're left and right. Tesla cars are bursting into flame and killing people. I mean, how much see what cars catching on fire? Though, I mean, I guess. But I get wanting an electric car and wanting to help the planet and all, but. Let's perfect it before we start saying what it's the greatest thing in the fucking world. Is perfect a fucking better combustion engine that fucking runs on something other than fossil fuels? I mean, surely it's fucking possible. We should have pursued steam. Right. That's what I mean. There's probably some kind of fucking steam out there that you could generate using a fucking some weird small electrical current. You know what I mean? And then you pressurize it enough by putting it through a bunch of fucking tubes that get smaller and smaller. All right, dude. So we just created the fucking modern steam engine on the fucking show. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody created that before us and the oil industry conglomerate fucking stomped them out and they're living in a fucking hellhole prison somewhere. I like to think that they at least let them stay out of jail. No. no. You're probably right. They're probably dead. I prefer to be as cynical as possible. What's funny is like Studebaker in some of those old car countries or car companies had like really good designs for fuel economy and they mm-hmm. did like the designs for carburetors and stuff got bought up by the fucking fuel companies and just shelved. Exactly. Big oil. You son of a bitch. Hey, did you ever figure out what, what type of truck you have? I have a, I have a Dodge Other Ram. Other than a Ram. 
of give me a little more detail. Is it four doors? Yes. Yes. Is it a big horn? It doesn't say big horn on it. What does that mean? I don't know. It's like a fucking package of shit. It's a Dodge Ram 1500. That's all I know. A limited, a, I don't know. It's a 1500, I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah. I had a Laramie for a while, but uh, this is a 1500. So, but yours isn't a Laramie or anything like that this time? No. Is it bare bones or is it fully loaded? Uh, I don't think it's fully loaded, but is it's it got really loaded. It has a, a AM FM cassette. Shut up. It has heat <laughs> and air conditioning. Uh huh. And the ashtrays are within reach. That's awesome. Awesome. Yes. Uh, hey, just one question: original uh, cigarette lighter push-in thingy, or no. we never- Pick up something from AutoZone. It's third party, <laughs> but I, I put a Dodge sticker on it. <laughs> Fair enough. What I want you, you bought it. You know how you know how I'm gonna fucking. If you prove to me you really love your Dodge Ram, you have to take, you have to whittle that uh, that cigarette lighter's handle into a little ram's head, like they have on I'll the front. I'll, I'll do that, or I'll 3D print one. <laughs> Please, yeah, that'd probably be a little quicker. But you're happy with the rim? I don't know, dude. I've been looking at cars so much, and now I'm just like, fuck it. Dude, who needs a fucking headache of a new car? Uh, I'm happy with the I mean, it's our second ram, what, third ram we've had. Oh, wait a minute. I detect a problem with rams that you're having to replace them every three years? No, the no. problem with one is we moved to another country and didn't want to take it. The other That's one... problem. We bought very fucking old in Arkansas. We bought a, in 2013, we bought a 96 Dodge Ram Laramie. And it was old as shit. And we ended up getting rid of it when we moved. And then we bought this one. This one's a 2018, and we've had it since then. What was your car negotiation like, dude? That's what I'm dreading the most. My negotiation is, give me the fucking car. I want to get the hell out of here. (laughs) Right. My wife does all the negotiating because I'm just like, I want that car, put the shit in front of me, I'll sign it, I want to get the fuck out. My wife is like, I don't want to spend any money. And I let her do that, and then she comes and gets me. I'm in the lobby watching the football game or whatever's on their TV and thumb through the filthy car magazines. And then she comes in and says, go, they need you to sign something. I'm like, okay. We bought my wife's car in the middle right when COVID started. Right when fucking people were like, you weren't doing anything, like the whole country was shut down, and we mm-hmm. fucking bought a car. It was it was surreal, because people were like, actually cared then. They were like, hey, you can die from this thing, right? As opposed to like, <laughs> hey, don't worry about it. Everybody's right, going to be right. fine, because we need to fucking drink beer in and, and bars and, uh, and do contact sports, so everybody's just going to be fine. I don't know why they voted Trump out of office, dude. He did bring back football, okay? Have you been watching the impeachment trial stuff live? Yes, and you know what? It just it's fucking retarded because it's, it's weird. It's, the Senate people just don't give a fuck, right? They just the, the GOP doesn't give a fuck what he did. They don't care about America. They only care about fucking getting reelected. 
Bester, I haven't watched any of the GOP's rebuttal or whatever, but I watched a lot of, uh, you know, the past two days. And it, it's shocking to see now. Yeah. I mean, there, there's is. footage that hasn't been shown. Right. And to, see how close, to, to see how close oh, yeah. uh, the people were to the people in fucking government. And to show how he really did incite the whole thing. And this was my my point of view. I mean, I guess you could make an argument. Well, he didn't incite it right then. How could he was, possibly make that fucking point of view? He said, let's go down to the Capitol and fight like hell, or you're going to lose and, and stop the steal. Right, I mean, exactly. What does he need to fucking say to incite a riot on the Capitol of the fucking United States of America and to say, let's go to the Capitol, fight like hell, and stop the steal. I mean, okay, wait. Right. Right. But I think yeah, most I people, I think most people would interpret that as like, uh, well, let's vote more. But because it's been four years of him doing this posturing and pretending to be a tough guy, he became a cult leader, and people really fucking fell and, into and, it. And the fucking weeks leading up to it, saying your vote has been fucking it, yeah it's before the election. He's like, the only way we're going to lose if it's, if it's yeah. stolen. It's insanity. But people are fucking buying it lock, stock, and barrel, bro. Presently, not me or you, but uh, people are doing it. I, the people I work with, all of them. All of them. I, I, well, I there's three of them that Trump aren't. Two other ones that aren't. We're like the minority, let me tell you that. All right, Rufus, until tomorrow night, my brother. Ow, ow, ow! Oh, awesome. We will see you tomorrow, Saturday night. For Thanks for listening to Hypersoft Happy Hour with Zigzag and Rufus.